Welcome to the CMC podcast. CMC is one of Brisbane and Australia's leading Bible colleges. We combine a dedication to Christian truth with a passion for spirit life and a commitment to academic excellence. You'll be hearing from a variety of students, lecturers, pastors, and team here at CMC. We pray that these episodes inspire you and help you to influence your world for good and for God. Enjoy. Well, as Pastor Rudolph introduced, my name is Alison Gray. I'm on staff here down at the School of Ministries. And whilst I'm on staff at the moment, I actually wasn't always on staff. I was like a lot of you in the room. I actually started out as a student here. I did my Bachelor of Ministry, started in 2016, graduated in 2020. So exciting. So I can relate. I can relate a little bit to the experience of what you guys are going through in your study journey. But the way I actually came to CHC was a little bit interesting. Is it okay if I share a little bit about that story? So it was 2016. Picture this. I was brand new in faith. Like I was a couple couple months old at the most. I was at a worship conference. I was pressing in. I'm like crying out to God. And I'm just like, God, what is it that you have for my life? What is it that you want me to do? This incredible grandmother in the faith, she came over. She prayed for me. She spoke destiny over me. She said these incredible things, which I won't even say because they still feel quite audacious even now to verbalize, but she spoke incredible destiny and calling over my life. And then, and then, (laughs) she said the most audacious thing. Is it okay if I share? It might be a little bit like convicting for some of us. It might mess with a little bit of our theology, you might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's borderline heresy, what she said. <laughs> so this is what she said. So she's just spoken destiny. She's called the call of God out of me. And then she says, but first, you need a season of preparation. She's like, I'm not telling you, but I really feel like God is calling you to Bible college. He's calling you to a season of preparation. Oh, what? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, I'm being a little bit exaggerate. I'm exaggerating just a little bit. And I am so aware that I'm speaking to a room of people who know that that isn't heresy You know that that's not ridiculous because you yourself, you've also had that same call to preparation. So I get it. I know that you get it. I know that you understand the call to prepare. You understand that season, however long it might be. For me, it was four years, still ongoing. I reckon it'll be like 400 years by the time I'm done getting prepared. But I know that you know that God has called you to prepare. So I don't want to talk about that this morning. I want to go a step further. Not only have you been called to a season of preparation, but this morning we're going to talk about you have been anointed for a season of preparation. Everyone say it with me, anointed. One more time, anointed. Now, this is one of those words that I reckon as a Pentecostal myself, we could say a lot, 
like, you're anointed by God. The anointing was so strong in that place. Or, oh, the anointing was all over the worship this morning. Gosh, when Josh was singing, the anointing was so strong. But how many of us, <laughs> it was, well, it was strong. I, that wasn't me being silly. That was a genuine word. The anointing was in this place. So what is the anointing? When we say this word, when we think about the concept that we are anointed, and in this context, we're anointed to prepare What does that mean? Well, it's pretty simple, if I can be. The anointing is simply God's empowering presence. God's empowering presence. Interesting. We'll get more into it in a moment. But first, we're going to jump back because one of the stories about being anointed that I think comes to mind for a lot of us is the story of David. Who, who like brings that together? When you think of anointing, you think, oh, yeah, and King David was anointed. So we're going to jump there this morning. So we're looking just at 1 Samuel. And we all know it really well, so I'll just quickly, quickly jump through the bits that are important. But it starts in, ver- sorry, chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? Because as we know, there's like a lot going on at the time. Since I have rejected him as a king over Israel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? Saul will hear about it and will kill me. And the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Then there's a few exchanges between Samuel and Jesse, and it continues down in verse 12. It says, so he sent, oh, sorry, after those exchanges, he sent him and brought in David. Now, David was ruddy. He was of fine appearance and handsome features. And the Lord said to Samuel, rise and anoint him. He is the one. So Samuel took a horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day, the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Now this morning, we aren't going to get oil out and we're not going to pour it all over you. Even though there's a lot of significance in that action. You know, it's a beautiful moment. There's a lot that goes on when we pray with one another and anoint each other. We're not going to do that this morning because I'm operating from the worldview that as New Testament Christians, believers in the saving work of Jesus Christ, ones who have the indwelling Holy Spirit within us, we have already been anointed. So we've been anointed with God's empowering presence. And now this is the bit where, if you could just excuse me for a minute, when I was preparing my notes, I couldn't get away from these phrases. So if it doesn't apply to you, please ignore. But if it does, if this is the word of knowledge for you, there I feel like there's some people that the last couple months, maybe you've been saying, I'm in my element, or I'm just naturally gifted at this. or But I really feel like it's that phrase, like, I'm in my element. I just want to challenge you this morning just to open your heart to this message I'm preaching 
because you're not actually in your element, you're functioning in God's anointing. So please, if that was for you, just lean in. I know it might be challenging, but you're not in your element. You're in God's anointing. And he really just wants you to lean and receive what we're talking about this morning. Okay. So from that scripture that we read, we see that the moment that David was anointed to be king, God's presence, the spirit of the Lord came upon him. From that moment, God's empowering presence was upon David. God's favour, his blessing, it was all over him. It was like a shield. It was like a guide. It was protecting him and leading him into the plans and purposes and destiny that he had. And now we can see it from God's perspective a little bit too. What was going on in that? In Psalm 89, God says, I have raised up a warrior I have selected him from the common people to be king. I have found my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him with my hand. With my powerful arm, I will make him strong. His enemies will not defeat him, nor will the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him. I will destroy those who hate him. My faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him. And by my authority, he will grow in power. I will extend his rule over the sea, his dominion over the rivers. He will call out to me, you are my father, my God, my rock of salvation. Now, this was obviously a picture of what was happening in the natural for David. This was a picture of that specific anointing on David's life. But it's also a rich imagery of what it means for us as New Testament believers to live under the anointing of God. You know, we see there's a lot of scriptures and I I, um, encourage you to look into this in your own time because we don't have the most amount of time this morning, but read into this in your own time about the anointing, what it means in the New Testament, what it means to be filled with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, what it means to have that. But just a couple scriptures that will quickly breeze through. In 1 John, it says, you have the anointing from the Holy One. In 1 John 2, it says, as for you, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. You have no need for anyone else to teach you, because as his anointing teaches you about all things, it is a true and not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you abide in him. Second Corinthians, it says, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God. The rhema word for God, from God for you this morning is that he has anointed you. It's not an abstract truth that lives out there. It's not a thing you just know in your mind. It is a very real reality that affects you and it should affect your everyday. It should affect your everyday experience of life. It should affect everything. It's not stuck out there. The anointing is a very real thing that has very real and very positive implications on your life. And so thinking back just to that story of David that we quickly breezed through, one thing I would love to highlight for us this morning is that the anointing is not something for a future 
you. The anointing is not just going to come upon you once you've finished your season of preparation, once you've graduated, once you've finally stepped into your destiny. No, the anointing of God came upon David before the preparation. The anointing was from God was with him through that whole season of preparation. It was what sustained him, what helped him, what guided him. And in the same way, in your season of preparation that you have so diligently committed to, that you have so obediently stepped into, the anointing of God has come upon you and is resting upon you. His empowering presence is here with you in this very season of preparation. How hectic and amazing is that? The living God, King of all kings, the Lord of the universe, His empowering presence is with you today. It is with you every time you open your textbooks. It is with you every time you get up early to pray. It is with you every single time you write an assessment. God's empowering presence is with you. That's good, Soph. That's good. (laughs) So what does that mean practically for you? Like there's this concept of you're anointed. You're anointed to prepare. How do you apply that? What does that look like? Well, we have a couple phrases, and I'm going to borrow some from Pastor Andrew. Hope he won't mind. He'll love this. It means that you're anointed to learn. You're anointed to absorb information. You're anointed to synthesize information. You're anointed to write good assignments. You are anointed to stumble across the right books in the library. It's true. It helped me pass some of my units. (laughs) Just some. (laughs) You're anointed to be in relationship with those around you. Even the tricky ones who rub up against you and their personality is so different and you don't understand and you know God loves them. So you, you're just like, God, God, I need, your, I need your help with this one. He's anointed you for that because that's not a distraction. That's not something that's like a spiritual attack coming against you. That is part of the preparation. That is part of the season of preparation. Because although the value of CHC and the goal of CHC is to create you to be a minister, a Christian worldview minister that can go out, influence whatever sphere it is that you're called to, that's not just about a skill set. That's about a character. That's about an inward transformation. God isn't just training and preparing you to be the type of person who puts your hand on something. It's he cares about the person putting the hand to the thing. He cares about how your worldview's formed, how your thinking's formed, so that when you're in those spheres that he's called you to, your interpretations, your decision-making is the right decision-making. It's the right thoughts. He cares about that, and all of that is part of your preparation. And it's not something you need to shy away from or run away from, but it's part of the preparation. 
So we're quickly running out of time. So just a few closing points if I can. Sorry, Rudolph, I'm about to go a minute over. So what does this mean? For some of us, we need to leave this morning and get a real conviction about what it means to be anointed by God in this season. I can't do the research for you. You need to dig deep with God. God, what is it about this season of preparation? How are you anointing me in this season? How are you helping me to prepare for my future? Pray often. Invite him into all of it. Pray on the way to uni. Pray before you do your assignments. Pray, invite him in. God, I need your help. I can't do this without you. I don't want to do this without you. Even if I could in my own strength, I don't want to do this season of preparation separate from you. And then thirdly, acknowledge the extracurricular ways that he will be preparing you in this season. Don't shy away from them, but lean into it wholeheartedly. And especially the difficult parts. No, he has anointed you to bear and to get through those difficult parts too. That's all from me. I'm going to close in prayer if I may. I've dropped a few bombs. I might have challenged a few people's theology, especially that person who was in their element and has to work that out. I'm so sorry, whoever you are. (laughs) But let's pray in closing. Feel free to lean in. Feel free even just to pray your own prayers along with me. God, I just want to thank you so much that more than just calling us to a season, that you have anointed us for this season. So God, right now, I just pray for every single student and even the staff as well, God, the staff who are in their own version of a season of preparation. God, I pray that not only would they recognise and sense and feel and understand your anointing upon them in this season, But God, I pray that that anointing would carry them through every single thing that this season of preparation might throw at them. And God, I pray that they would come out the other side fully formed into the man or woman of God that you are fashioning them into. We love you, God. We honour you. We will never get familiar with your presence. We thank you for your empowering presence in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CMC podcast. Let us know what you thought by leaving us a review. You can connect with us on social media at City Point Ministry College or head to cmc.edu.au to find out more about who we are.